What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Paul Theology, and we are getting into Genesis as we continue to study on our daily Devo. This is Trust in Jesus Ministries as well, and I'm glad you're here. Glad you're listening. We're on Genesis 4, 8 through 16. So if you uh, haven't checked that out, go ahead and stop the tape right now. Read it. Come back and we'll answer the four questions. If you have read it, let's dive in. What is it saying? Well, we're in the narrative of Cain and Abel, and we saw earlier that Cain has um, found his, or I guess God has found his um, sacrifice or his offering to be unworthy. He didn't look upon it with favor, while God did look upon the offering of his brother Abel with favor. And so now we're going to see what happens after that. How does that continue on? Well, it says that, uh, and Cain said to his brother, and it says, and Cain said to Abel, his brother, it says, while they were out in the field, that Cain rose up against him, man, and, and killed his brother. And then the Lord said to Cain, he said, where's your where's your brother Abel at, man? Cain's like, I don't know. He says, am I, am I my brother's keeper? And then the Lord said, uh, he says, what have you done? The voice of the blood of your brother cries out from the land or from the ground. And now cursed are you from the land which opened its mouth to take the blood of your brother from your hands. And since for this, you'll serve the ground and it won't give its power to you. Uh, a wanderer and a fugitive, you will be in the land. And then this is Cain's response. Cain's like, God, is like, this is too great for me to bear. My iniquity is too great for me to bear. He says, for you've driven me, uh, you've driven me from the, for all the days of my life from the land. And then it says, and, and, and from you, I'll have to hide. And it says, and I'll be a vagabond and a wanderer or a fugitive in the land. And anyone who sees me or anyone who finds me will want to kill me. And then the Lord said to, uh, Cain, he says, nah, nah, nah. He says, anyone who sees you or anyone who tries to kill you, Cain, sevenfold will be their vengeance. It says uh, the the Lord set Cain a seal or a mark so that no one would strike him or no one would hit him, all who found him. Then it says, and then Cain went out from the face of the Lord and settled in the land of Nor, east of Eden. So what do we got here? What's going on? Um, I think that uh, we have to take a look at this and a couple of things, man. First off, I want to go with the comparison of, of Adam and Eve versus Cain, because we see that Adam in his um, in his sin, though reluctantly, because he blames everybody else, but then he finally admits to his sin. But we don't ever see um, Cain admit to his sin here. And so and then another thing is the the the, the partaking of the tree. We see that the Adam takes of the knowledge of good and evil and eats and sins and falls. But now we have even um, a greater sin in the fact that it is uh, not only it's, it's, it's murder, which it's the word that they use here is actually murder. There are different words in um, the Hebrew language that show an act of killing. Uh, there's a kill, a murder, and then there's like killing with even uh with an accidental kill. But this one is actually the word for murder. And so, um, yeah, Cain rose up premeditatingly because he says that he calls his brother out to the field. 
<laughs> and then he does it. So this is not just something that he did in the heat of his passion uh, because he was actually talked to by God previously in the last episode, uh, the, the verses before. And so this is murder premeditated. But um, yeah, so we go from eating from the tree to murder and not only murder, but this is murder of his brother, a kindred. And in the scriptures, man, it talks about the importance of family, a community, uh, the communal life is that even after uh, death, there are things that are prepared for the family of that person who's died that keep them inside that community, inside that familial system. So uh, not only is and, and the people that are reading this right now recognize and know that because this is their lifestyle, the importance of community and for someone to take the life of someone in their own community, community, let alone his own brother, you know, brother is a, is a sign of covenant, a, a kinship, a bond that is not to be broken. Uh, it's a strong relationship. And so um, he, the, the increase of sin is happening is what the writer is trying to convey is, is not, that ever since the fall of Adam, ever since the sin of Adam, sin is just getting worse. Things are just getting worse. Um, and, uh, we'll see that as we continue to read that sin just, just continues to get worse. Um, but Adam repents and turns Cain. He denies the very accusation as God asks him, he says, Hey, where, where's your brother Cain? He's like, bro, I don't know when he very well knew because he murdered him. And so Cain outright lies. Adam, he shrinks from responsibility but in the end, he repents or confesses, technically. And then Cain, what he does is lie to God and then say that this isn't even his responsibility to watch his brother. But God responds because God is omniscient. And so when we see God give the answer, he says the, 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 the voice of your brother's blood is crying out, man. Like he's presenting the evidence. He becomes a prosecutor and he says, the blood of your brother is the, uh, uh, is the evidence of your sin. And because of that, he was cursed. This is the first instance of a curse that is placed upon a person, a human being. And it is to Cain as Cain has to become a wanderer and will no longer be able to do the thing which he loves to do which was uh, uh, to be a vineyard, to, to plant things in the field. That was his, his goal. That was his thing. And uh, he's punished for that. He's, he's no longer able to do that. God has cursed him. And so because of it, it's not the ground. Last time, Adam, the, the ground was cursed. That's another kind of, um, another kind of um, um, comparison between the two is that when Adam sinned, the ground was cursed. And so it became more difficult to yield the, the fruit of the ground, yet it is yieldable. He is able to be able to produce for his family. Yet for Cain, the ground being cursed, now he is cursed. And so the ground does not desire to bring the produce that it would normally for others, even with the the extra manage or, or whatever it is that he has to do to cause it to come up. It will not even do that for Cain. He can't put miracle growing it come up anymore because it's not yielding. And then we see that uh, Cain um, um, comes comes has a, a complaint against God. So 
as Adam is is he is is uh, told of his his sin and his punishment, which is to be exiled from the garden. Adam says that uh, he's blessed because he is still able to um, have life. That's why he named um, Eve Eve, which means the the mother of all living. He was um, he was. Uh, believing the the faith or the promise that God had given him, even in his punishment. But Cain, whenever he gets this punishment, he interjects God. He says, this is too much for me, man. I can't do that. And so he's complaining about the punishment that he gets for killing somebody. And the thing is, he didn't even receive uh, a death. You know, he didn't even receive eye for an eye. He received, uh, he got mercy. He got mercy that God would let him live despite this evilness that he did to his brother. Yet he says it's too painful for him to bear. It's too much for him to bear. And so he uh, complains. But God said, no, no, hold on, bro. Ain't, Ain't nobody coming after you because I have placed, I am going to place a mark on you that if anybody does touch you or kill you or strike you down, sevenfold will be their vengeance. And so even before that, even before all of this, God still has mercy on Cain. And Cain is just complaining. Cain is just complaining. Now we have to um, talk about the warrants. We always say, what, what, well, what's going on? What do I notice? Well, if you, if you look, you see that there's more people on the earth. Um, it says that somebody's going to find me and kill me. And, um, it only talks about Adam and Eve having two children, Cain and Abel. Uh, so I think maybe we can see here that that Adam and Eve probably had more children, just they weren't uh, important to the the uh, flow of the story. Remember we talked about Toldots and that uh, the generations of the earth. And so what most of the time these these generations are are the just the the important seeds that have come from these um, families, these progenies progenies. And uh, Cain and Abel was an important one because it in, it imported or uh, it showed us the progression of sin. And then we'll have Seth afterward, which we haven't talked about. And it's going to show when people begin to praise the Lord again. Uh, so those are the important ones. And uh, there was probably others that they had. Just because something wasn't named doesn't mean it's not there. So secondly, I think which comes from this is that uh, these people who Cain is afraid to kill him are his own brothers. It's because he killed his brother. And so they they want vengeance for the murder of their brother, which is, again, we talked about that communal atmosphere of this. And that's important. And so it's 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 God protecting Cain in a place where these people have a, a serious grievance against him. And so they, they killed his brother. And so, um, yeah, this is this is God showing great mercy to Cain. But he placed this mark on it. I want to say something about this mark. A lot of times people be thinking about this mark as something bad, but actually it's a blessing. It's the grace of God being placed on Cain because without this mark, people would come and kill him. But instead, because he has whatever this mark is, they know not to touch him because he is uh, uh, separate or uh, sacred to God in a sense that no one can can mess with him. No one can mess with him. He has been cursed by God, and God's punishment is enough. God's punishment is enough. Now, what does this say about uh, um, 
Oh, one more thing, I guess, is is if he's been told he's going to be a vagabond and a wanderer or a fugitive for the rest of his life, um, how come he gets to settle and nod? Well, I think that maybe this the word "nod" in in the in the Hebrew is the, the uh, vagabond is or wanderer is is nude, and "nod" is a play on that word, and so it could be that wherever he goes is a place of wandering. It's like he says he settles in a place of wandering, <laughs> like there's no place for him to settle. That's what happens, um, and so I think that might be a key to that. But anyway, what does the scripture say about God? Well, first off, he's just and merciful. There's a huge theme throughout scripture. It's called law and gospel. And I think we see it here in the first or the third and fourth chapter. We see that that God brings law down, but he also brings gospel. And when I say gospel, it means grace. It means that he is showing unmerited favor and giving to someone what they don't deserve. And he has done that for Adam, Eve after they sinned in the garden, that they would continue to live, bear children, and to continue on the life that they have and be able to uh, uh, live and have peace. But also they did it with Cain, that uh, even even his in his complaining, in his, um, in his lack of repentance, that uh, God still allows him to live and, and, and continues to watch over him and protect him. It's kind of ironic because he says that he's not his brother's keeper, but God is the keeper of all men. And so God keeps Cain despite his sin. So just and merciful. He gives the punishment that people deserve, but he also gives mercy because that's just, just who he is. What's to say about man is that we're all by nature sinners, man, that, that we just, out of the flow of our heart, desire to go against God. And those things are acted out in murder of our brother, because he hated him because of what he's done, his favor with God, that uh, we're all by nature sinners. But there is repentance and there is salvation. There's grace, mercy and grace. How can we apply these uh, truths to our lives? As I think that uh, we should repent and turn to Christ, recognize our sin, see it, confess it, turn it over to Jesus. Man, he has mercy for us. He has grace for us. Now, he has punishment because we deserve those things. But, man, he poured out that punishment in these last days on Jesus. Man, I, I thank you guys for, for listening. And, uh, yeah, we've, we're have we with Cain, and now we're going to go into Cain's progeny. We're going to see what the family of Cain, where he goes to. So I'll see you guys in the next episode.